unam petii al domino hanc requiram ut in habitem in domo domini omnibus iebus vitae mei. One request I have ever made of the Lord, let me claim it still, to dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today's feast of the Holy House of Loreto is the third in a series of Marian feasts. The Immaculate Conception on December 8th, today, and in many places on December 12th, Our Lady of Guadalupe. But for us, Benedictine monks of perpetual adoration, and I should think for all monks, today's feast holds a profound significance because it is the liturgical feast of the hidden God. In 1654, Jean de Bernier wrote to Mother MacTilde, I am persuaded that the greatness of your vocation and of the founding of your community are without doubt incomparable since you are called to be victims of the Holy Sacrament, that is, of pure love, and that you must remain hidden and solitary in the enclosure of your little house, following the example of our Lord, who remains hidden and solitary under the species of the Most Holy Sacrament, leading there a life all of love for men. In his emphasis on hiddenness, Monsieur de Bernier comes very close to what Saint Thérèse, another child of Normandy, would write two centuries later. Ah, says Thérèse, I desire that, like the face of Jesus, my face be truly hidden, that no one on earth would know me. And I'm also reminded of little Saint Francisco Marco, who at the age of ten hid himself, yes, hid himself, in a corner of the parish church, so as to, as he put it, console there the hidden Jesus of the tabernacle. The liturgy of this feast brings into focus three places, three mysteries, and three graces. The first is Nazareth. The hiddenness of the Incarnation. Verily, thou art a hidden God, the God of Israel, the Saviour. And the second is the tabernacle. 
the hiddenness of the sacred host. <clears throat> Thou canst not see my face, for man shall not see me and live. And the third is the cloister, the hiddenness of the monk. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy face, from the disturbance of men, thou shalt protect them in thy tabernacle from the contradiction of tongues. In the face of the three places, the three mysteries, the three graces of today's feast, what can we say? Truly thou art a hidden God. I adore thee in thy hiddenness, and I beseech thee to hide me in thyself, even as thou art hidden, hidden in the bosom of the Father, hidden in the Virgin Mother's womb, hidden in Bethlehem, Egypt, and Nazareth, hidden in thy passion, beneath a veil of sorrow and of blood, hidden in thy holy sepulchre, beneath the shroud and napkin, hidden in the night of thy holy resurrection, hidden in the glory of the Father, hidden in the sacred host, and in the tabernacles of thy churches the world over, O Thou, who art the splendor of the Father's glory and the very image of his substance, Thou hast chosen hiddenness for Thyself. And Thou hast chosen hiddenness for us. Hide us in the secret of Thy face. Hide us in the deep cavern, it is thy sacred side pierced by the soldier's lance. Hide us with thee in the sacrament of thy love. Let us abide alone with thee where thou art most alone. What is man? that thou shouldst choose him to share this solitude of thine. And who am I? And who are we that thou shouldst want to share thy solitude with us? You know, there are souls to whom our Lord says, I want to draw a veil between your soul and the world. I want to reserve you for myself alone and hide you far from the gaze of demons and of men. I want to cover you with a veil and draw you into the sanctuary of my heart, there to exercise with me, through me and in me, a hidden priesthood.
and a hidden victimhood. And it seems to me that our Lord would say, this is the hiddenness into which I drew my most holy mother, beginning with her presentation in the temple. We celebrated that feast a few weeks ago, on November 21st. And the hiddenness of the presentation of the temple is brought to perfection and completion in the glorious mystery of the Assumption, where Mary is hidden with Christ and God. This is the hiddenness of the Mother, the hiddenness into which our Lord drew the friend of the Bridegroom, St. John the Baptist, the hiddenness into which he drew that other John, the disciple beloved of his heart. And this is the hiddenness into which our Lord still draws souls, souls who consent to renounce appearances, and enter into, Mother MacTilde would say, a state of apparent death, like the grain of wheat buried in the earth. Apparent death, silence, uselessness, nothingness in the eyes of the world. This is the hiddenness of the host. Christ's true body at certain moments and hours exposed before our eyes and then hidden away in the tabernacle. What does the world see looking at the host? Nothing. No action, certainly. No usefulness. No message. No significance. But we, looking at the same host with the eyes of faith, what do we see? We see, however faintly and obscurely, what the Father and the angelic hosts see, the Lamb slain before the foundation of the world, the very work of redemption unfolding, the glory of the face of Christ filling the universe with the radiance of his divinity, this one face that all the world desires to see as we shall sing the first Vespers of Christmas. How then are we to lay hold of this grace of hiddenness that it seems to me is wholly proper to the Feast of the Holy House of Loreto? By consenting to be hidden even as he is hidden. 
by consenting to be hidden, we shall want for nothing. He shall give us all that he created us to receive from him, all that his Father would give us because he loves us, even as he loves his firstborn. Our life, says the Apostle, is hidden then with Christ in God. May the Virgin of Loreto obtain for us today this pearl of great price that is the grace of hiddenness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.